We would like to acknowledge the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which Wirroni is created. We pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge that the name Wirroni was taken from the Wadi Wadi Nation without permission and we are striving to do better for future reconciliation. Hello, hello. It is only going to be me today, so welcome to Roni Arts and Culture, where I'll be spending the next roughly half an hour with you guys, just talking about events that have been going on and will be going on across ANU campus. So first off, we ha- I have a great list of things to talk about, starting with some IAC information. So tonight is the IAC Choir, uh, is at Manny Clark Hall, free entry. Yeah, description here that reads out. Get keen, I got choirs back for another year. This Tuesday, so today, 6 p.m. at Main Clark Hall, you can find the best musical cal- talent on campus. Can Fennel win again? And will they bring McDonald's? Is Griffin Hall able to keep the trains running on time? Will John stop Will John stop the water tumbling down all over again? Come along to IAC this this Tuesday and find out for yourself. As I mentioned here, that your that actually Bruce won last year, not Fenner. So sorry, Fenner. Hopefully you can win this year. And from a student that will not be named, if you're a Swifty, you'll want to come to this event. So other than that, for IAC news, we still have no public speaking results. Hopefully they'll come out soon. Um, I'm personally um, hoping that you can book a win only because that's where I was held. But, you know... I have doubts. Sorry, you can Brooks. So, what else has been going on? We had the bike pop, bike pop ball last Friday, actually, which is funny because I was actually hosting an event last Friday and had to go straight there. That was an interesting walk. It's like 37 minutes to walk there. Like, just flat out, just straight walking. It takes like 37 minutes. It's actually ridiculous. I saw this god god new bar. But that's fine. It was... For me, being my first BIPOC ball, it was a success, I reckon. Very, it's very interesting to see how many people actually dressed up in like cultural wear and how many people performed actually. There was a lot of great dancers, a lot of great talent that performed and the awards were great. Plus the food, spot on. I was so hungry when I got there. It was, it was amazing. So BIPOC ball last Friday, if you went, I'm glad to see you there. If not, you should definitely come next year. I know for Indigenous students, tickets are free. Hopefully, it'll be the same next year. And I'm pretty sure even though, even for just regular students, the tickets weren't that expensive. Could be wrong on that. Coming up this week, starting tomorrow, actually, we have the ANU Fringe Festival. Uh, the description here reads, ANU Nuts Fringe Festival is an amazing showcase of the world premiere works from ANU student, student writers. Fringe will feature 15 shows over two programs. So you can go twice and see two completely different showcases. With over 40 people involved, Friends is Nuts' biggest event of the year, and we can't wait to see some creative, experimental, and exciting new works brought to the stage, created for and by students. And tickets are still on. You can still get them now, which amazes me. Uh, I personally hope to be going, but then again, you know what uni's like. It could definitely... It could definitely take a while. Like, it could definitely be very busy to actually get there and go, which I understand. So hopefully you're there. Hopefully you're not. If you're not, that's totally fine. 
Uh, personally, I know a lot of people are doing friends and I've heard it's going to be amazing. I, there's so many shows going on. There's so much actually physically to see there. I'm assuming, like, I actually don't know how it's going to be run personally. I think it's going to be like a, a gallery of some sorts. It is for writers, so, I, but I also know it's like a theatre-based thing, so not quite sure how it's going to be done, but I am very curious to find out. So hopefully next week we'll be able to talk more about that if I go. It is going on from the 23rd of August to 26th of August, so I actually don't know how right that is. Yeah, to 26th of Saturday, yeah. My bad. It is going from Wednesday to Saturday. I forgot today was Tuesday. It's been a long week. So, yeah, hopefully that is all kicking off soon. And on another note, saying about kicking off, we have a small announcement, which I only found out today. So I don't usually keep up with any new capacitors, right? Because usually it's just not my thing. And I honestly don't. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of any incubations. However, I was looking for content to talk about today and I found that the... Ignoring that. Got no audio feature. We are ignoring that. Don't bother me. Um, my bad. So I was looking for stuff to talk about today, right? And I stumbled across the ANU confession page because why not? And... Apparently, an admin, I actually don't know how many admins are, but a admin of a new confessions has actually decided to step down. I am not fully sure as to why or when that is permanent, but he has stepped down and he made a massive, massive post saying how much he has loved his job, how much he, can you call it? Yeah, I guess he can call it a job, like, but how much he lo- he has loved this and how much he actually is going to miss being an admin for ANU Confessions, which is actually really heartfelt, in my opinion, considering it's ANU Confessions. But obviously, obviously, it's like going through the, he's probably held this position for like a few years now, I reckon. Um, so, probably something he has dear to his heart. So, yeah. So, Chris, the admin, which is how he actually signed it, he said he has held multiple leadership positions at for other societies. Pages and and as I saw Hall too, which is I found fascinating. So yeah, he has decided to step down from this infamous page of his and decided to carry on with everything else going on in his life, which is valid. So valid. Then, wow, I feel like I'm talking very quickly, so I'm gonna go over some things from last week as well after this. However. Next, I want to talk about uh, Mr. Burns, a post-electric podcast, which is actually hosted by Roni as well. Just talking about my talking about Mr. Burns in general is something I really like talking about because I'm working very hard. It's actually my first ever theatre production, personally, that I've been involved with. So I am very excited about this and just hyping it up constantly. But yeah, the description reads, When the world ends... What does the humanity turn to? Join Lachlan and Isaiah as they talk about ca- torture campaigns, creators, about art, storytelling, pop culture, and everything Mr. Burns, a post electric play. This is going on from Wednesday to 12 to 1. And I think it's an amazing opportunity to get to know what the play is about, get to know, you know, what the directors have hopes for, 
This is a place going in week eight, I'm pretty sure. So it is very soon. And yeah, just everything about it, I'm totally excited for. If you, we got probably talking more about it when tickets get released, hopefully. So yeah, get ready for that. Um, it's gonna be an amazing play. Um, I've already, I've been watching it being blocked out and so far it just seems like everything's falling together nicely. As for my job as costume designer, is definitely a very interesting, like for me, being being a STEM student, having this creative freedom to explore, like, you know, I guess some sort of personality within characters that you don't know offhand. Like, these characters in the play, I never heard them before. I never even heard of the play before signing up for this. So getting involved and actually seeing these characters develop in real time by these amazing, amazing actors, they're just, it's just amazing to see how much a character can develop just from one person's insight or how, like, a group of people want this character to be. Like, even the costuming itself for me and my costume partner, just exploring that dynamic to see what ca- what cost what clothing people would wear, depending on the personality. Like, if the in, in the world is meant to happen, right? What would you wear? What would you wear to try to survive? And I think that's a very interesting concept to talk about. Like, just hypothetically, because we don't really want to think about the end of the world or doomsday. But hey, like. If, if you found out, like, nuclear bombs and stuff were going up, like, what exactly, how exactly would you prepare yourself with little to no time? And that's the reality for this play and these characters, like, just going into it having no time to actually mentally prepare, no no clue what exactly is going on, I guess. Kind of just navigating life in this new way and basically fighting for their own survival, which... I think so far the actors have done a great job at displaying, like especially in the first two acts where that is very important. I think they've done an amazing job just from watching them. And yeah, so definitely keep up to date with Mr. Burns and how, you know, other stuff like Greece and Fringe Festival, how all those, how all those theatre productions and groups of people are able to convey their meaning. I feel like every every play that we put on through Nuts and every showcasing that's available, they all give some sort of meaning, you know? And I feel like it's very important to try to go to those, try to figure out what the meaning is and try to take something away from it, even if it's just for entertainment purposes. Like, if you're just going to get away from schoolwork, I think it's very cool to reach out and go to these sort of events. Speaking of events, I have a few um, small announcements I have found and I am promoting for different um, for different communities and departments, like initial departments. So we have the DSA events, which include Mondays. So there's going to be the ADHD and ASD coffee, which, you know, if you're neurodivergent like and have like ADHD or autism you should definitely go to that it's definitely a good place to connect and find people like-minded um and then same day from two to three we have crafts and study sessions 
which again, I feel like is very good just to go to just to wind down or, you know, talk to people. I feel like these sort of um, catch up events, I know the Indigenous Department does it as well. I feel like they're very important just to kind of connect with people because personally, from my experience, Trying to connect with people on campus was, as a first year, was crazy hard. Like, you want to be, like, try to reach out and go to these catch-up events. Although it's very daunting, I will admit, because I was very, I was very, like, nervous going to some of the ones I've gone to. But it's it's a great way to just catch up with people and just get that human experience, like human face-to-face interaction, which I find loaded with university work is very hard. Which is another thing, like, seriously, I was having a conversation with people today about the workload and I feel like it's just getting, like, personally, a, like, I know I know universities meant to have, like, a lot of work, so I'm probably speaking, like, with no clue what I'm saying here, but I feel like a lot of it is just submitting work and, like, constantly just doing work. So I feel like there's not much, not a lot of time to socialise. Like, I was talking to someone and they were like, you know, when my mum went to uni... Um, it was easier for her to socialise, but for me, I feel like I was not able to get so- time to socialise because I'm constantly doing this, all this work. And I feel like with the apparent taken away of mid-stems, um, that's going to make it a lot harder because there's going to be a lot, there's so much more assignments to do instead of mid-stems. But it's very interesting to think about how they're getting rid of those mid-semester exams, which I don't know when that is in effect or what, if that's like a uni-wide policy, but I don't it is starting to happen, especially across, like, at least my math class and physics and stuff, which is what I do. So, yeah, along with that, there is a change to special considerations. So if you need special considerations for exams, um, there's no longer an option to applying for this. So um, the DSA has some advice for what you could do. You could um, rest up for extensions or... Um, yeah, I don't exactly know how to go around this, but you could, you could take out the Facebook page for the DSA, um, the Disabilities Students Association, I think they're called. So they definitely have more information. I have, like, a massive post about it because I think it is important to be aware of, you know, what, what are your options if you need special considerations, especially if you have, like, um, you know, ADHD Something where you can't really focus as much and you need more time. Um, it's definitely important to know how, like, all this affects you, basically. So, yeah, definitely able to check that out if you if you are just finding this out now. Like, you know, special considerations are no longer being an option. I don't know what, again, I don't know what this applies to, but not it's uni-wide, but may as well check it out just in case it affects you. Along with that, we have... Um, BIPOC events, so we have uh, a board, the Board Game Society and the BIPOC department are hosting a Board Games Night uh, this Friday at 6pm in Hancock West. I feel like this would be a very good opportunity to, again, socialise with people. Um, I do like, I do, I do really like when, when people do, like, combinate, like, what's it called? Uh... Like, like two groups come together basically and just do an event together. I feel like that is very. I feel like it's a great way to inst- to totally collab and just have a great night. Like, 
I know um, at Yukon Brook, we do a board game night too, and it's fantastic way to meet people. I feel like it's a little bit different. I feel like it's a little bit different to like coffee catch ups and like play, like lunch catch ups and stuff where you have to go there, you have to like talk to people a lot, like you have to make conversation, which can be very, um, like I said, daunting and nervous. Like I get nervous when I do coffee catch ups because like I don't know what I'm going to talk about at all. But I feel like board games nights are definitely, definitely much easier because you can't just go there. In my in my opinion, you go there, you play a few games with people, you get to know people, and you get to talk. Like playing games while you're talking to people is much easier because you can be focused on something else. Like you can't. It's like a multitasking, so you're not focused as much about the conversation. You can just talk to people naturally and get to know them like that. I feel like that's a great way just to even have just a fun night out. So, uh, Eco Bipoc, I don't know if it's aut- autonomous or not. It might be autonomous. You can definitely check out their Facebook page and see, but definitely consider going. Um, like I said, 6 p.m., Hancock West. Sounds great. Uh, yeah, and then for the one that. I really like is the queer department. They are hosting free gender affirming. They are giving away free gender affirming care until the seventeenth of September. Delivered by the end of September. Uh, this includes like bra inserts, tucking underwear, binders, packers. I feel like this is a great opportunity for any, you know, any trans student like myself who may not be able to afford or for other reasons can't get gender affirming items. It's a great way just to reach out, get some stuff. Uh, it, it is only one item. Like, you can only get one item. You can get multiple items, but only one of each thing. So you can only get one binder. You can only get one tucking underwear. You can only get one of each, but you can get more. Like, you can get as many different options, if that makes sense. So I feel like that is a great way of just definitely reaching out, getting some stuff that you need for free, um, as far as I know, it's completely free. You don't need to pay anything. And I feel like it's just... The, they have a Google form, I think, or, like, some sort of form that you can fill out. If you go to the um, the Instagram or the Facebook, they have the link up in the link tree. It's a great way just to get some get some supplies that you know you might need or you know, um, you know, will help you out in the long run. Uh, yeah, I don't know the brands fully, but... Especially for the um, the bra inserts and the tucking underwear. But I do know they have GC2B binders. They have the new range, so the new collection 2.0. Um, they have Razorbacks, just a regular tank classics, tanks all the halves. Um, yeah, and the packers are from like Love Honey. So yeah, definitely check out that website. Their their website, like Lean Trafing, and see what you can do. Like honestly, it's probably worth it. Just just to grab whatever you can get, like, if you need it, definitely. I did read somewhere it might be first come, first serve. I don't know for certain, but I, they're probably going to make as much combinations as they can, feasibly. They did it this last year, so I'm assuming it went well, which is why they're doing it again. Um, Some other just general, just general things we have. Uh, we had the Indigenous referendum, um, panel last Tuesday, I think. Yeah, last Tuesday. Um, for me, I went to that and I found it so helpful. Like, helpful. like, uh, they had 
I think four panelists now just talking about, you know, the referendum, what it is. They really explained it clearly, I found. They really explained what the referendum was about, what it included and what it didn't include, what this meant. And just generally they seem they basically just provided information about it. Uh what I felt I felt like it wasn't um very biased itself. Like I know when talking about the referendum it can be a very biased conversation of like, you know, what you should vote and stuff. And I feel like it did get to that some pl- in some areas. It, it was kind of like that, like pushing towards one end. But also, it was a, it was fine. You know, I I really liked how informative it was. Um, just generally, I felt like yeah, I felt like it really helps provide a deeper understanding. Because there it goes only for like an hour and a half. Like it gave a lot of information. It surprised me how enriching that conversation could be, and how many like different different perspectives could come out of that. Like they were talking about, you know, what would this mean for the health field, like the medical field, and how could this close the gap between, you know, indigenous health versus, uh, you know, white Australia health, and yeah, it was very interesting to see the different ideas people were offering and you know even the way they did the indigenous probably did it with like the questions they had like a massive i don't know what website they use but they had like a massive questionnaire where you could fill in the questions on, like anonymously and they would they, if they, they get around to all the questions but they got around to ffq and they'll like answer it pretty in depth like yeah it was it was a lot of information taken but it was obviously it was great just generally to get information i reckon and then to some previous events that we've had, we had the You Can't Tell Anyone from Canberra Youth Theatre, which has ANU students. That, was, that ended two days ago. It was, um, what I heard, it was pretty, pretty great. Um, at one point, not just offering free tickets. It was just, it just seemed like an amazing, amazing event to talk to. Like, so, uh, yeah, it was I probably still went, honestly, because, like I said, going to these, going to these and supporting our new students is, I reckon, pretty great. But, again, if you don't have time, like, no pressure, I get, like, you know, no pressure to go. Like, I generally do not have time for a lot of these things now, especially semester two, as I am taking, like, three science subjects and vibing with that. So, valid if you can't go. Then we had Shrew which ended on the 12th, so 10 days ago. Um, this was done through NUTS, uh, through AG6 Spear Society, actually, and probably NUTS as well. Uh, yeah, that apparently was really good as well. Um, then we had just, you know, a few IAC competitions from last week. Like I said, public speaking has not been announced yet. The current leaderboard still stands as Berg, Banner, Wright, Griffin Hall, Bruce Hall, Yukonbrook, Lodge, Ursies, B&D, Wombrun, and Johns. That is the current leaderboard for IAC. So let's hope we get some change up. Although, personally, I do not mind the current leaderboard as it stands. So let's hope the public speaking either changes it or, you know, or even tonight with the choir, 6 p.m. at Manny Clark Hall. Let's hope we can get some sort of change. Other than that, I don't really have much else to say. 
other than the you know, obviously French festival starts tomorrow. Get your tickets today if you can. I don't know if they're still out now, but hopefully they are. Uh, choir, you could definitely go see that tonight. It starts in half an hour, and yeah, that's pretty much it. So we have thirty seconds left of the recording. So I'm just going to say thank you for listening. We hopefully Sophie, who was sick this week, will be back next week. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully we will be able to have more information for you regarding IAC and the Lead Awards. Hopefully it's also be published.